Hello, this is Ed Tamand, and you're listening to Erratic Control. This is episode two with Jack Ellis. Uh, I first came across Jack uh, as part of the Cardiff Music Awards, and uh, since then he's kind of had been advancing slowly, and I've been keeping an eye on him and really enjoy his live show as well as um, his music. Uh, he won Best Solo Act at the Cardiff Music Awards in March, and is also on the Fortic Project. Um, I met him in Roos, uh, where he lives, and uh, got to hear some of his upcoming music that he's kind of demoed and recorded. And uh, yeah, he did a session for me at the end, which you'll hear after the interview. But um, yeah, here's Jack Ellis. Let's just go into it. So I'm here in uh, in Jack Ellis's loft. Do you think? That's the right word for it. Attic, I yeah. think. Yeah, attic loft. It's the attic kind of. sessions. Yeah, and you know, I, I walked in and I was like, oh, cool. And I I kind of thought, I'm sure he mentioned something about a studio. And then he's like, right, let's go up. I was like, oh, okay. Come up, climb up a ladder and come into a home studio. Into the cave. And it's it's pretty impressive as, you know, as kind of a standalone thing. I'm, I, saw, I was, I don't know, like I was... I don't know what I was expecting, really, but it's <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um, and yeah, he's playing me some music, some stuff that no one's heard yet, and it sounds really nice. And yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be here and and do a session with someone who isn't one of my mates and like actually kind of get into this. So, uh, but yeah, um, so I don't know. You're I don't know what you define yourself as because I think that the term singer songwriter is pretty. Over, overused yeah so what do you think you you kind of yeah well i'm sitting in, in between the singer songwriter but i'm at the moment i'm using so many session musicians that we have become a, a big band really yeah but the good thing is it's versatile as well i'm still doing i've got a lot coming up strip back sessions on my own acoustic yeah. stuff and i'm playing a lot of stuff just me and a pianist which is nice we can do all the acoustic maybe radio sessions the, yeah the brought back strip strip back stuff but then, obviously, the festivals. I'm enjoying taking this five-piece, six-piece band and giving it a bit of rock and roll, really. Well, yeah, I think that's kind of like the way to do it as a solo musician. I think, yeah, it's easy to start out, out on your own and not have to rely on anyone else. But then when you're making music like you do, you do need that kind of power behind it. And I think, yeah, yeah it can sit alone as it as it does, but when you put something behind it then yeah. it's when it really shines i think yeah. and it's it's interesting because you know the first time i heard about you was through the Cardiff music awards yep. which is uh, unfortunately something i started so it's, <laughs> it feels kind of like self-indulgent to talk about it but that is genuinely the first time i heard of you and and kind of you know heard pocket of lint and i was like wow this is really impressive and and you went on to win best breakthrough act and then this year won best solo act yep. and it's like I think it's kind of it goes to show how much potential there is and how much people kind of appreciate your yeah. your work, especially in the past two years. But um, us jumping ahead a bit, what I like to do is uh, start off with talking about like where you started with music. So, do you you have like a particular memory in mind where the, what was the first thing you remember about music? I had a grandfather that basically handed me down a guitar, probably yeah. about the age of six, seven. 
and basically dragged into my brain of you're listening to the wrong music and really tried to get me into some rootsy, bluesy, old school music. And at that age, you're probably going, nope, yeah, <laughs> give that's... me all the upbringing, punky, <laughs> Blink-182 and all that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's that's an interesting age to kind of go, oh, let's... Uh listen to blue, uh, blues music. Yeah, yeah that's, as you can imagine. It's is it? quite, quite difficult to get someone into it at that age. And, and it's, that, it's only now that I'm really going back and really hitting all the roots. Yeah. Going, Actually, it was fully yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so what kind of music were you listening to before then, do you think? Um, so at that time, I was kind of just hitting into all the Blink-182, some 41, the punky rock and roll. And, but that's, uh, I mean, that's, that's a good place to start at that age anyway. It's yeah. like, at least you're not like into the... Just into crap pop, crap pop, or <laughs> quite like, right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, you know, it's. I think that's a good. That's a good starting base. Even if you look back at it now and go, oh, it's not. Yeah, it's I not went through my bad sure. times as well. Yeah, but it's like that's. An, that's you know, <laughs> most people are kind of into Blink One Eight Two when they're fourteen, fifteen. It's yeah. like the fact that you're into it that young kind of, yeah. kind of shows maybe that you matured into music a bit earlier than most people. Yeah. But uh, do you remember the first record you ever bought? Um, I, I can remember a couple of CDs. I can remember the first CD I actually bought. I think it was Linkin Park Hybrid Theory, mm. which would have been 14-ish, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. So that's, I mean, younger. that's, you know, it's it's not going to go down in the the history books as being one of the best albums no, ever. No. But it's <laughs> it's also quite, kind of quite a interesting album for our generation because i think it did introduce kind of heavier music to a yeah definitely to an to electronic really. yeah yeah oh yeah and, was... yeah incorporating electronic yeah no that's true as well and it was uh yeah i mean it's not like a listen to link Linkin park anymore but it's it was one of those bands i was like oh that's interesting i kind of yeah. uh yeah so i okay, get okay, that's that's interesting kind of perspective on that but now I've come uh, a long, long way of listening really it's uh, gone everything away from that so now the last couple of years i'd say dark deep singer songwriter really yeah that's that's the main kind of yeah and and, you know i think that's that's obviously really well reflected in music and um so from so that's your first kind of record at 14 like and you said you got your guitar at six or seven so Mm. when did you start kind of playing music yourself do you think i didn't actually start singing until i was about 16 15 kind of thing i was always a guitarist um performance music in school and I was kind of always in the background, kind of playing guitar, never really wanted to sing. And then yeah. soon it was kind of just on the edge of leaving school. I just really started to lock myself in a room and with an acoustic guitar and started writing away, really. Why do you think you, you did that then? I'm not sure. I just, I really wasn't, wasn't much of a singer back, back in the day. But yeah. Just... You know, but I mean, sorry. Like, why do you think you changed your mind on it though? Yeah, I'm not quite sure. It was just one day kind of turned out and started hum- mumbling along. I think I started jamming with another acoustic guitarist, yeah. called Joe Thum Francis, who's a great guitarist. And we started Three Beneath, which is the first band All we right. started. Okay. And I think we were mainly lost for a singer. So <laughs> just... We were looking for a singer and it was, <laughs> I, I guess, I'll, I'll croak. <laughs> that that seems like a, how a lot of musicians tend to go into it they go oh we don't have this kind of person so let's <laughs> yeah. just let i'll just do it and then yeah. that's that's how you but i mean you know it's it, it always happens by accident but it's not kind of it's kind of do you think you were a good singer when you started or were you no no so you, <laughs> you've developed since then yeah, yeah. i mean because your voice is kind of it could kind of dip between those two those two kind of states of angry and kind of aggressive and then quite soulful at the same time yeah. which is like 
you know what what I think makes your music kind of more interesting than just the standard kind of indie noise like well indie voice kind of thing um it's got a bit of grit yeah so <laughs> that was the name of your first band again three beneath three beneath which ended up a three-piece acoustic kahan and two acoustics all oh, right was... okay so kind of like Quite, quite light yeah, yeah light yeah, not, not quite, really kind of a full kind of band thing no it's quite folky. so yeah do you play a couple of gigs like that or was it yeah we started doing we got on a few smaller festivals as the first we kind of jumped into it uh, we started off down market street in barry which is a beautiful venue that hadn't been touched since the 60s probably it's old school people get up and dance to the old blues there so that was <laughs> the first place to go and uh, try out the uh, the first couple of croaks but um, yeah, we we did all right for the first year or two. We got um, a good small couple of festivals all round, and just really started to get on the circuit. Really, I mean, and it's interesting, like um, like driving through Barrier. I don't think I've been here properly for quite a while. Uh, it's an interesting kind of town, and like, so are you from Barrier? Roos, Roos, yeah. So Roos is kind of ten like, minutes away. But there's I know, a, there's it's, a border. It's, it's strange. It's like yeah, it's strange that kind of you've got, you've got Barrier, which seems like a, a side town to Cardiff. Yeah. And then you've got Roos, which is another we're, side town we're to Barry. We're out in the west yeah, out here. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's not much. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not, not much, but an airport and a, and a maybe a beach. and like yeah. we, we can see the coast from where we're sat. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, quite so, chilled. Yeah, it's quite, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, do you think that's had an effect on your music where you kind of grew up? Yeah, most definitely, especially where I hang about now. I hang, hang about down in Windy Wick. Out in, you, you seem to go down there, you, your phone runs out of signal, you go into this old cobblestone pubs, and it's, it's old school, it's very old school. And I'm, I'm hanging around with a couple of older people that it's, they've got better stories, and everything that I'm writing at the moment has really become stories out of my life of All people right. I'm meeting, and rather than writing your commercial yeah rather the pop being and influenced the, by the city yeah yeah that's it's, it's okay. taken a lot of influence for a lot of older people in my life the okay. next couple of tracks are coming that's cool along. that's that's definitely like a, a so you, that's a unique perspective then maybe from rather than you know being from cardiff being outside of that then that kind of has an influence on your music mm-hmm. in that way that's pretty that's pretty interesting but close enough to bumble in and out when yeah be, which is nice as to, well to yeah. play a few gigs in car yeah exactly you're not you're not like out in the sticks ne- never never knowing what, <laughs> what city life is like yeah. but um yeah yeah so so after that kind of that band then do you think you so we then become um, we got a drummer and bassist, and we became Fortune the Brave then, which started okay. the more rockier kind of side to it. It was that touching between the acoustic and the rock. Yeah. Um, so yes, then another probably another year full of that really, and it was towards the end of that that I thought this is time to go solo and really yeah. just take everything on myself really. Were you writing songs as like we were, with those bands? Yes, yeah. so we were writing more as a, as the two guitarists, the two frontmen. We were writing a lot together. Yeah, and I just I found my direction with it all. I wanted that darker, moody yeah. kind of real okay. feel rather than the upbeat light. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And then, then then that's when that's what took me to go to my be a solo my, kind of thing. Yeah, and uh, what so what fit me into a timeline here? So obviously, I found out about you in 2015. When when did you started your kind of it was a, solo just thing. before that really yeah. it was it was probably late 2014 that I kind of decided but then probably halfway through to 2015 I brought out the first track yeah so that's, well, that's so that's pocket of Flint, is it pocket yeah. Lint, yeah so that's kind of like quite a 
that caught my ear definitely because it was it starts off kind of like oh I, I know where this is going and then you get this kind of line come in on the finger picked acoustic guitar and then it kind of really hooks you and then the energy comes in and I think that was really what kind of got got my ear and like made me understand like oh this is something kind of a bit more unique yeah. than I've heard before it's kind of like you know we I think everyone who's kind of who's worked in journalism and stuff kind of falls into the trap of comparing one band to another yeah. and then you know because i'd be like oh it's like kings of leon meets loose yeah, and it's like quite right but when i listened to you i was like well i could make those comparisons but well, like it's not really like that <laughs> yeah where does it sit <laughs> yeah and it's like you can't that. you can't go it's it's like this it's like this band and this band on this drug with you because yeah. it's like it's not it's it's kind of a more interesting way of creating music i think so yeah. so that's kind of like where you started yeah and then kind of so i got i got lucky with that i wasn't actually ready to release pocket of lint and uh my old man sent it off without my without my knowledge oh really to bbc2 and they picked it up and spin spinned it as the first track before i was uh ready to release this solo artist so well, that's yeah, it was kind of one of those dad, and then I was like, "Well, I cannot be yeah, <laughs> angry at this." Or yeah, I was no, more, more so, than chuffed, okay, but a bit that's... worried of the kind of blowing out there and uh, going as this solo artist. So, but so, do you think you were kind of like trying to prepare yourself for that? Yeah, I think I was still kind of sat there planning on writing a, a few tracks ready to yeah. blow out with it, and it kind of all jumped then. And I was more than chuffed of the yeah, way it went. Okay. It was yeah, okay. That's 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 another interesting way of. That's cool. Um, so after that kind of that initial release, then what what was your plan after that? Do you think? Yeah, keep keep writing. Really, is my main thing at the moment. Of just well, it's been the last two years now. I've been assembling the right musicians, the right people around me. Really, that's got that same feel and and want to get out there and write some real music. Really, mm. and I think it's only just at the end of these this two years is just really come to town that I've found so you, that right group and the. The right people on the same wavelength, really. So you think you're now on the brink of something more? Yeah, we're ready to gig properly now and hit all the festivals properly. Okay, cool. So you've got, got a set kind of fully loaded yep. with, with loads of new songs. We've got a load of new tracks that are all brewing. They're, they're almost there. Yeah, so you, you, you talked about um, how your, you know, how Roos has kind of like defined these new songs. What do you think you primarily write songs about, though? It's mainly people that have an effect on my life, really. Yeah. Uh, the thing that I've been um, writing a lot now is from other people's characters and opinions, really. So re maybe writing in my perspective, but writing when I'm sat there thinking about one of my mates and his breakup with his girlfriend or something. Something has happened in their lives. I'm taking that on and really trying to put it in my own eyes and really write about it in that perspective. Okay, that's... Oh, yeah, so... So ra from rather about writing about yourself, you, you want to write about other people. The thing that I try and do is not write down those commercial, cheesy kind of thing. And I find every time that I'm trying to write something about my own, say, love life or anything like yeah. that, it becomes that. I write it about someone else's and I always put it into this characters that's just a little bit outside the, the normal, really. Yeah, so you step outside yourself. Okay, yeah. that's, and so then that gives you kind of a better view of what you're writing in that sense and it's, yeah. it's not so much attached to it from yourself yeah i'm just prolifically writing at the moment i'm just writing the 30 tracks to try and get the the five right 30 the... tracks well to get five <laughs> wow. i mean 
Yeah, I think I've heard a lot of musicians talk about how much they write and how much they throw it away. And I think yeah, I'm really hitting that this year. Yeah, it's <laughs> but it's good it's because you, you take little bits from every single track and you kind of mix and match it into that one track that you really like. Really, okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah, that's that's quite cool. So you think kind of your songs are about about that kind of same level that you can kind of pick and choose from from those and turn it into something else yeah anything big that happens in my life really anyone that's really had an affection or anything that's really happened it, it, it does i go straight and and that's the tracks that really just flow off the top of your head you sit down with the guitar and goes and it can go bang there's an hour that fully done with yeah. something that you haven't quite got that story or that feeling right in your head you sit there for two months and you're still picking on that one line that you're looking for or yeah and but do those lines come yeah, 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 they do after a while. but okay. uh, So it's like... You notice it flows. When you've got that story or you've got that situation in your head that you're really writing about. I went to um, a small songwriting course not that long ago and it really taught me to write out, draw out the picture before you actually write this song. Yeah. And I've started doing that and it's okay. it's really opened it up. Okay, uh, so you kind of plan your way through a song before yeah, you start just, it. Yeah, just really visualise it and picture it and write down what that is that you're going to go for as a story before you go for it and then... So yeah. those those kind of songs now, they're more you telling stories than... they got characters. Yeah, they've okay, got, cool. yeah. That's, that's, so do you think that's more of a kind of folk influence then or do you think that's not really got anything yeah it's got a, a bit of a folk influence but i think at the moment i've just been really writing with a, a good whack of singer songwriters a real a good variety of styles and genres from bluesy acoustic players to orchestrally kind of piano players on their own and i think through every one of them i'm just learning that little bit myself that i'm okay. taking into my own music and so rather than kind of listening to to stuff that might influence you you're actually working with people to influence yeah and then listening to a, a massive wide variety of uh, tracks as oh, well oh yeah yeah i mean you have to if you're yeah. if you're kind of writing so much i think sleep and breathe and eat music and yeah just... well yeah fantastic and that, i think that's the way to do it and i think if you kind of lock yourself off and don't try and expand. Then Which you, you can yeah. in the attic. Yeah. Well, exactly. Oh, yeah, precisely. It's the perfect place to do it. You've got you your speakers and... set up, connected to the internet, and you can just listen to whatever you want for as long as you want, and then write afterwards. And that's, yeah, it's, it's kind of... So you've got this kind of unique space now. You've got more guitars than I can count sitting around, and and I was just like, that just seems like such a... What, what do your neighbours think? <laughs> they must get a bit annoyed yeah, sometimes. I've, I've given them the numbers to give the text while uh, whilst yeah. it's a bit out, out of control, but they're okay. Yeah, but it's 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 more of a... It definitely seems like more of a solo kind of writing. Do you, do you have... I mean, I don't think you could fit a drum kit up here. It's kind of yeah, like, it's not really that the only thing space. that we don't bring up here, but everything else, yeah, bass, yeah. piano, guitars... So we do all the core writing here, really, and yeah, then probably and then take it to a big room to to bash it out. So, yeah. so at the moment, you're recording uh, with John Constantine. Yep, at, at Leaders Vale Studios. Yeah. So, do you think uh, working with a producer is? Are you working with him, or is he working yeah. for you? I, yeah, I'm loving loving working with John at the moment. It's really great because we're spending so much time just me and him, and we've been dragging in and out loads of session players. Next couple of tracks now, I'm excited. They're sounding cool. We brought in strings. We got viola, cello starting to touch on the moodier tracks, which is giving it that orchestral, massive kind of Damien Ricey feel to a few of them. Okay, 
which is cool. Um, but yeah, it's good. I do all the core writing here. I basically am writing the tracks from head to finish every instrument. Yeah. Mapping it all out and then giving it to the, the session players and yeah. letting them do their own kind of so little bits on it. It's, there's not much collaboration in it. It is primarily coming yeah, from Yeah, a lot of it. I'm I'm leaving the, uh, as much as I love playing, I'm really getting into lead playing. My uh, bluesy lead guitarist, I leave him go wild for himself. It's this holy dog, Matt uh, Taylor from them okay. Beats. Oh, all right. Yeah, I know Matt. So, yeah, uh, yeah. He's been, uh, he's joined uh, about five, six months ago. And That's I just, cool. I love his, his style up against mine. I, I'd keep it safe with the lead solos, but his bluesy kind of yeah. rock and roll. Really... Well, that's that's interesting. Then, kind of recruiting someone who is has primarily been a frontman yep. into a side role. That's yeah. that's a very interesting kind of perspective. So yeah, I actually started with him, which was with Quincy Tambo and Smalls, which is like an acoustic folk from yeah. Roos. And they're just playing the odd couple of gigs, but they had a real cool style to them. And I just jumped in on the bass with them for, okay. a, for a laugh, really. Yeah, yeah. Have more of, let's go for a pint, play some music and yeah. enjoy it. And then, yeah. The they are, they are those kind of lads, though. Yeah, they? that's exactly <laughs> it. It's a great laugh. It's hip flask the whole way oh, and yeah. uh, guitars on your back that's, kind of job. That's a very... Uh... <laughs> That's a very kind of Barry thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does every band from Barry do that? Does every band from Barry drink like fish? I was like, oh, I know. Like, I, yeah. I was saying to Jack earlier, I was, I was in a band in Barry, and I don't think I've ever drunk that much in my life before or since. It was something it was, about the area. It, yeah, it? it's something well, in the air. <laughs> I think I think it's it's clear when you come here, but you know, at the same time, you can have a you can have a good laugh in Barry, and it's yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, so you could t- kind of talked about the fact that you're now kind of taking a lot of these influences in. Um, what kind of music do you think kind of most you're most gets you most engaged and you know thinking oh god i love music deep singer songwriter i'm listening to every genre even down the poppier kind of commercial stuff if it's got some deep real feeling to it that's what prickles my ears up to go yep so so give me some examples at the moment uh matthew and the atlas i mean listen so i do listen to a lot of folky kind of singer songwriter i think the deep songwriting is the main thing that's really hitting me at the moment yeah anything with a i've been listening to a lot of rye x um a lot more commercial a lot more frontline but it is this very well written it's it is a bit more the hooky commercial kind of thing but it's just muddied up with loads of reverb and load of echo and that's what a lot of my guitar writing at the moment is all that kind of ambient real dark ambient yeah so a lot of music you listen to is quite similar to what you're making yeah do you you think do you listen to much else that isn't yeah i i'm going heavy heavy with a lot of my stuff um real i real like my heavy rock um anything kind of like rival sons kind of thing mm. i'm liking the lighter calio real liking anything upbeat with a bit of because i think when i'm playing live i think i'd much rather be playing the festivals with a five six yeah. piece band um but then i like doing the acoustic sessions obviously but that's where i'd rather be sitting yeah. at the moment that okay. full the difference is is you've got five of your mates around you having a laugh on stage jumping yeah. around to Sat there having a uh, cry on the guitar on your own. <laughs> yeah, <it's... laughs> having a cry. <laughs> uh, so, do you, do you do you do you think do you feel like you're working when you kind of listen to that music, or is it? What do you mean by that? Like, well, because 
like like you said you listen to a lot of music that that kind of influences you in that sense but i uh i think a lot of musicians can do that where they listen to music and kind of take from it and but do you ever like me listen to music to relax rather than or or can you just do you Ray find X. Ray X is quite that relaxing but do you find and... when you listen to music that you can't relax and you're thinking yeah, about I it I normally sit down to relax and I'm like right I'm going to chill out here now have a beer turn everything off listen to some music put about two tracks on I'm straight up to the studio going right I've got an idea for yeah. a melody I've got it's okay. always just, so you can't triggers it's, it's, <laughs> it's now music views not it's become something that isn't ever something you can just enjoy. long drives long drives is the only thing that and that's where i really want to listen to my album me kind of stuff i want to listen to the eight minute tracks and the more progressive stuff that okay. is the album stuff so because... yeah and, and then you that that helps you unwind a bit more then, yeah. then you're okay. not allowed to pick up a guitar and drive yeah, for you exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Not, not until we all get a but I don't know, say that the last couple of uh, long journeys, we've had Matt in the back on an acoustic, so uh, <laughs> maybe you can. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so uh, so you've got those kind of very, very close tied influences. Is there, is there any kind of music uh, locally, like in Cardiff or South Wales, that kind of interests you? I just showed Ed now uh, one of the new tracks that is going to be my first collab and uh, fair play, I am just shocked every time with everything i hear of emmy mcdade gloucester bass singer song songwriter just pianist on her own which we now i'm actually playing a lot of lead guitar for her very ambient real loads of reverbs and delays mm. real sat back background stuff which is really nice not being a front man is i can drink i can chill <laughs> out i can sit in the background so we've been yeah she's got some really good gigs coming along and it i've been in the studio with her recently recording on her new singles and they're sounding fabulous they're mm. real they're cool they're not going for your commercial they're four or five minute tracks that are real sat weird structures to them and i, I like that That's i like cool. the so do you think that kind of that enjoyment of not being the front man comes from your history of like your reluctance to write songs <laughs> do you think so yeah, you're yeah, kind of yeah, going I mean, back to yeah. that yeah i think just the last four or five years it's always been me to deal with just even holding everything together it's nice to be the outside guitarist yeah. that bumbles in and just whacks down a couple of uh small solos and then uh, disappears but, and that's stress over yeah <laughs> i guess but um but if say someone gave you a record contract and the decision was between being a solo artist of that record contract or being a guitarist as part of a band where you don't write anything which one would you prefer? Do you Definitely think? solo artist. Yeah, yeah. so you I still do, got that. I do enjoy the performance side of going for it. It's just, it's nice to do the odd one sat in the background and yeah. not so, so full Yeah, so you're on. still primarily, you think, kind of wanting to make your own stuff. Yeah, than, I'll always know. songwrite regardless. Okay, it's, great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm writing a lot of stuff that's going to be outside of Jack Ellis at the moment as well. Okay. So Is that kind of under wraps? That's under wraps at yeah. the moment, but okay. I've got a good couple of ideas that we're writing there. Yeah, a couple more stuff that's a bit more edgy and a bit more alternative and a bit more sitting outside the box a bit. So so. Is that kind of more rock music or is it this It's flooded with very ambient stuff, but there is going to be a lot more electronic to it as well. Okay, cool. So you, a lot so of synth and a lot of weird noises and a what, bit abstract. I, so I, I was kind of like trying to drive it uh, something like music you listen to that's less so 
in your field so with electronic music do you what kind of influence is that or are you I don't just listen to much are you just experimenting with what yeah, you've got in front basically, of you basically yeah. okay so that's so you're yeah. kind of just going oh this sounds good but not basing that off anything you've heard yourself yeah a lot of the time i obviously my ears are probably picking up the radio and yeah yeah there and everywhere but I, I know what's in the charts kind of thing but yeah, writing some stuff that's, and this is it, I've got the two sides of it. I'm writing so much stuff that's progressive and all over the place, but I'm also writing the stuff that is the three and a half minute tracks that I'm probably looking at giving someone else. Okay, so, so you're you're kind of interested in... The songwriting side, I want to be writing yeah. for loads of different styles and genres and, and that's it. It's easy to write pop songs <laughs> in a certain way, well, yeah. which is, <laughs> yeah. I mean, tell that to the thousands of starlets wanting to do it. But yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, okay, so that's interesting. So you want to kind of... You'll never see my face to it and <laughs> never yeah. know that it was me, but uh, yeah, okay. why not? So, yeah, so you're, you're not afraid of kind of making, writing those kinds of songs because you want to, but you never do, never make, never put your face to it. It's just not something that I'm really passionate about or anything, and that's why I would never be yet be we are, but... To write for other people, I wouldn't mind doing that. Yeah, okay. I think that's you know, you know, it's uh, it's becoming one of those things now that you can do and you can kind of make a career out of it. I I, I was just up at Focus Wales and um, there was a session about it, and you, you kind of have these songwriters who write music for other people, and it, you know, I think as a teenager, I would have thought that was oh, that was that's selling out. Yeah. that's totally selling out but now it's like it's kind of just the norm yeah to do that. yeah definitely you've got like alternative pop artists writing for pop artists or rock artists writing for pop artists and it's yeah. you got jack white on the latest beyonce album it's like why not because to share that kind of wealth is only going to improve music yeah do you agree with that yeah definitely yeah get you get your hands into every uh little corner of it didn't it it's, yeah and you can kind of influence it. I just way. I've learned a lot from just collaborating with different people, and just really sitting with people really outside my genre. Um, well, through um, <clears throat> the Forty Project, yeah. I I have been uh, having a couple of jams with Chew Hard MC Grime, and why not whack some guitar yeah, to it? Why cool. not bring something yeah, yeah. upbeat and real, just different to it, and and just give him that big chorus, that typical chorus that might stand in a a grimy kind of track. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I think having a lot of cross influences. It opens you as an artist and a writer, really, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, it, it can definitely adapt your music, but it can also open you up to a new audience. And I think, yeah. Yeah, I think that's really, it's a positive step rather than closing yourself off. Yeah, quite right. You definitely should, you know, become, a, yeah, become a musician that's open to those kinds of things. Yeah, most definitely. What do you think of Cardiff at the moment? And well, and South Wales. Yeah, uh, great to see the support. I think, yeah, I think it kind of went a little bit flat, didn't it? It's, um, but it's just everyone's just really give that kick and support back into it at the moment. Because I found that I found about a year ago, I was kind of, what's happening with the gigs around Cardiff? It's, hmm. it's, it was we we've been gigging Cardiff for years, kind of thing, and I've kind of just taken a little bit of a step back at the moment because. Drummer bass nights were selling out day in, day out. I've been watching some great touring bands, people coming down. I was thinking, bloody hell, they got a real fuss about them and going to watch it with 10 people in the crowd and just being a bit gobsmacked with it, really. Yeah. It's just, where's this support? What's happening? Okay. So the last, well, the last couple of months, obviously, to see the support and everyone real stand together, I think yeah. this give the kick up the arse that it kind of needed to 
to get back on his feet, really. And do you think you identify with, like, South Wales more than you would, say, if you got off the chance to move to Bristol or London or something? Yeah, definitely. I love it around here. I love being on the coast and I love bumbling into to Cardiff, really. Yeah, yes, so um, it's kind of like... I think I think that is kind of a unique position to be sat outside. But sat, yeah, quite sat close in the woods. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like because a lot of uh, you know bands and stuff will go and make themselves secluded and out of the city so they can write music, but you get to do that every yeah. day. So <laughs> that's probably quite helpful. And probably what makes you so prolific. Yeah. yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to hearing that that new music because I think you know starting off in kind of such an accidental way yeah. i think do you think that's that's <laughs> yeah, right to say yeah and so much. kind of you kind of rushed yourself into it but now you're taking that time to kind of yeah. sit, sit. I'm, I'm really trying to sit back and learn to get my craft right really yeah and that's why i've been sat back and really just writing 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 until i've got what i'm happy with cool <laughs> and then the next stage is getting that music out there yep quite so right. you so what kind of shows are you playing this summer We've got a load of festivals coming up now. We've um, been doing a couple of gigs with the BBC at the moment, which we've been really happy about. I've also started gigging a bit in Welsh, so I released. Uh, oh, okay. I released a track not too long back, um, which is called Felony, half Welsh and half English, and I'm fluent in Welsh speaking. All right. Somebody tell me oh, get wish, get on it. And just... I wish I I wish I touched on that. Yeah, because I saw you. Um, oh God, my Welsh pronunciations could be awful now, but Brilliant Bandai. Band, yeah, Freud, ba- Battle yeah, of the yeah. Bands, Welsh Battle of the Bands. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, oh, Jack, speak well. And then, and, <laughs> and then everybody. But I wasn't sure. And then, yeah, but you do, and so that's interesting. Yeah. So you're going to be playing. So it's it's a new thing that I'm really just touching the water with at the moment. Um, I released a track, and and literally that week we got straight onto the BBC Horizons Welsh tour around all Aberystwyth oh, okay. and uh, Ceredigion because you've got that Welsh element in it so we'd never played a Welsh gig in our life yeah. and it was right do you want to come and do this and within the same week we've got Battle of the Bands in yeah. Welsh so we're playing the finals now in August at the Eisteddfod at Ban yeah. Ynys Morn which I'm looking forward to that um, we're also playing BBC Car Fest North and South yeah um, looking forward to them. Got a couple of other festivals as well. We got the big Kutch coming up. We've got a small one up in Carmarthen. Um, so at the moment, I'm just really trying to really spend my time in the studio. That's where yeah. where it's about. Okay, cool. I'm taking anything that's that's worth me going to travel for. But, but you're not I'm taking be... a little bit yeah, step you're not, on you're not the quiet. Take so... any gig that's coming to you yeah. because you want to concentrate on this stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's interesting that you you kind of cite that Welsh influence. Do you think, and the fact that you got so much out of it straight away because you you wrote a Welsh song. Do you think that's do you think that's quite common in in Wales when you know when you? I don't think there's much rock, quite rock and rolly edgy stuff that. Okay. Kind of, and that's why I'm quite excited to write one. I've got a new, well, I'm recording a couple of tracks now, and one of them are going to be Welsh. Yeah, yeah. And I think I, I'm i saying this from someone that doesn't really know the Welsh scene much, but it's okay. really opened my eyes. The one week that I had to sit there, <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, there is a, it's, the problem is, it's not a, a massive scene down here. I think it's all up North Wales. Oh, do you that, say, oh, okay. As soon as you went to Aberystwyth and Ceredigion, you could tell it's a very Welsh strong place. Yeah. I mean, because it, it's 
you know, it's obviously a scene that doesn't escape Wales very much. And, yeah, and that's so exactly it. I think a lot of those Welsh bands can get locked into that scene, the, the Welsh yeah. scene, because you can play in front of thousands of people at, at MySpe. And, yeah. and you think they're, they have made it as a Welsh band now and you don't really see much past that. But to have kind of both those paths to go down, I think it's very interesting. Yeah, I yeah. think it's something I do definitely need to test the water with. And, and... I mean, yeah, because I'm, I'm sure you can get a lot of support. And, and I mean, there's good things and bad things about it, but I definitely kind of have come to the realization that being in a in a welsh band kind of has certain advantages yeah, and uh most but you just got it's got to be quality at the same time i mean yeah. I'm, as as interesting as a welsh band can be what i don't like is when these welsh bands are, are, are just poor and yeah and, but they're getting lots <laughs> of attention typical, and you're yeah, like yeah, yeah and it's and, and it's, that's an unfortunate side effect of that but uh but yeah it's cool that you're kind of branching out into that as well it's yeah cool. So I kind of I kind of end these kind of interviews with going with talking about um, two two things. So is there a favorite song or record that's you've heard recently? Can be I mean it can be something that's come out recently or something you've you've picked up recently that has kind of made you. It's gonna have to be enjoy. Matthew and the Atlas Elijah. There's a mahogany session of them playing that live, yeah. and it's just a beautiful, folky kind of. And that's kind of the style that I'm going down now at the moment. It's kind of a guy on his own with a guitar, and then he's got a full, probably six-piece band around, and everyone just doing such subtle, subtle little background bits yeah. to it. Okay. Real weird lead guitar in and lovely back in so female you, vocals. Like kind of you want a lot of people there, but you don't want them doing much. And yeah, the difference that I do is I'd probably turn into some massive halftime solo at the end and go <laughs> heavy as you possibly could, which they don't do. But yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you're always you're always stood there sometimes at a gig going, "When are they going to yeah, get true. really loud?" <laughs> so yeah, I think that's. But that's always fun. yeah. I think that's, that's always getting louder and louder. And that's kind of like going getting that kind of build up. It's always really kind of fantastic. You kind of get that with post-rock and I always love that kind of music it's like yeah. it's always kind of it's quite feels quite emotional to do that kind of Sucked stuff in. yeah and then so so moving on from that is there a kind of all-time favorite record that you've got or or song probably growing up was well growing up was not too many years ago but the Ben Howard first album really it done it for yeah. me I really just dragged that album out for a long long time so do you Every think that do you think that's your kind of favorite album yeah there? really yeah and the one thing that I like about him is it's just it's not all about the frontline commercial or being famous or anything like that he just disappears uh, he comes in writes his real stories and real down to earth stuff yeah and then just kind of disappears off and he's, and he's kind of blown up isn't he and but crazy like, but and still kind of hasn't changed his, yeah, his and tune I, yeah uh, and his, 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 his guitar playing it's just i've always been a massive acoustic player last year i've gone crazy on the electric but yeah. it's always been acoustic but like me. that's like i said that's what caught me in in the beginning was your acoustic guitar playing and it's yeah. kind of like you can get four four guy four there's a lost campesinos lyrics four four sweaty boys with guitars tell me nothing about my life <laughs> and it's like that's not the case with you because you know it, you first of all you kind of go this is an acoustic guitar next to all these electric guitars and it still sounds as good yeah so i think that's that's really cool but yeah thank you for inviting me into your <laughs> your cave of music and guitar having a chat with me and uh can i ask to hear a song from you yeah wicked is that all right yeah yeah, yeah of course cool. so we'll, we'll set that up now cheers yeah, cool. cheers man thank you
So the track that Jack recorded for me was um, Unchained. And this will be, I think, on his next EP. It's not actually released as of yet, so it's kind of a bit of a recorded exclusive. Um, So yeah, uh, enjoy. Run, keep running faster They're coming or they're hunting down like wolves Drowning in your laughter Got my heartbeat drumming down like a raging bull Taking control over me I don't even feel myself no more When I'm feeling the most that I could feel In your closest empathy The blood spills like wine In your intoxicated mind Catch me when I go Feel the break of dawn Running on the low Hear me running through the dawn Smile down in the darkness Come lighting up my heart with something real Blinded by the thoughts that make you laugh That make you talk, that make you feel Taking control over me I don't even love no more When I'm feeling the most that I could feel In your closest empathy The blood spills like wine In your intoxicated mind Catch me when I go Feel the break of dawn So that was Jack Ellis with Unchained. And thanks to Jack for having me in his little studio in Roos. Kind of quite an interesting experience to hear about how 
he got his influences for the songs he writes and you know the his journey i think was quite interesting to hear about um especially as i didn't really know that much about him before i had the interview so you know it's always good to learn uh jack is playing a couple of shows upcoming in cardiff as well as around the country which is pretty cool um He's playing in Gloucester this uh, Saturday, the 10th of June, uh, with Emmy McDade, who he mentioned in the podcast. Uh, he's then supporting Black Peaches in Chapter in Cardiff uh, on the 16th of June. Then he'll be playing in Club of Bach in Cardiff. That's uh, a headline show, actually, with um, my friend Louise and Unique Lullaby and the Young Promotes Network. He'll also be playing in the two BBC Car Fests, so one's on the 29th of July. And once on the 27th of August. Uh, so you can catch him then. Uh, uh, my next episode is with uh, the first outside of Cardiff interview. And still the only one I've done yet. Uh, that was with uh, Mike Dennis, who is actually from Cardiff, but lives in Bristol now. And uh, it's, we had quite a lengthy chat. I still haven't edited it yet because we did talk for quite a while about sound engineering. Uh, which won't end up in this podcast. Uh, it might end up in like a bonus one, but we'll get to that at another point. So yeah, um, tune in next Wednesday, the 14th for Mike Dennis. Thanks for listening. <laughs>